Gentlemen, welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping men figure out who they want to become and what they want to give their life to and pushing them to relentlessly pursue that vision for the rest of their life. My name is Keaton and I am the host of this podcast and I want to welcome you to today's episode. Whether this is your first episode or if you've listened before, thank you for checking out this podcast. Uh, I say this every episode. This podcast is based on a question that my dad asked me when I was 23 years old. I was directionless. I was without motivation. I was working at the Olive Garden. I was feeling sorry for myself because I was single and I was poor. And I was just like, so I went out to the garage and I was like, Dad. And I complained and I whined and I just, and he listened. And then he looked up at me and he asked me, he said, son, what kind of man do you want to be? And after that, I was like, I don't know. because I didn't know and I didn't want to talk about it. And he told me, he's like, you need to figure out what kind of man you want to be and pursue that relentlessly for the rest of your life. And that was the inspiration I needed. Uh, it was the call that I needed. It was the push that I needed to figure out what kind of man I was going to be. And so I started figuring out who I was going to be in my character, in my soul, what I was going to give my life to. And it was also the inspiration for the name of this podcast. And here we are today. Uh, much later in my life, uh, well, not much later, uh, eight years later, uh, pursuing that vision relentlessly and helping other men along the way. Uh, directionless men are very dangerous men. They're a menace to society. And when you do not know what God designed you to do, the world falters. That's true of men in general. It's true of you and me as individuals. When we don't know what God has designed us to do as men men and as individuals, the world falters. Our families falter. Our communities falter. Our churches falter. And today, like every other time in history, we need strong and daring men to build and guard what has been entrusted to them. And so if you are new to this podcast or you just need a refresher on the motivation and the hope of this podcast or you want to know how, what is this podcast even going to be about, there's just a couple things I want you to know. Uh, number one, we're going to talk about God. You need him. I need him. And we will unashamedly talk about the Bible, about Jesus, about Christianity, and about being true disciples of Jesus, not not church attenders. We are going to be talking about people who follow God, who would die if it was required of them to uh, push what Jesus has asked us to do forward, which is for the good of the world. Uh, the other thing you should know about this podcast Uh, We're not after some form of self-actualization or anything like that. This is a podcast dedicated to men dying to themselves for the sake of others. This is a podcast about responsibility. It's about duty. It's about obligation. Uh, Jesus actually said, if you die to yourself, you will find your life. And that is, it's so true. It's impossible to be selfish and responsible at the same time. And you as a man will find a lot of life, most of your life when you die to yourself and become responsible for others. I guarantee it. Uh, This has been true in my life and it's been true of every other man that I admire. Um, And this podcast is dedicated for men who want to be strong and daring, who want to be courageous and they want to give their life to something beyond themselves. And it's all, all of our content, everything that we do on this podcast and in the future moving forward is going to be dedicated to building those types of men. Um, We're going to look at how to be men within our families first and then within our churches and then in our work. Uh, Those three mattered. Pops taught me. Uh, That's the order that you go in. You uh, first give yourself to your family and then to your church and then into your work. Um, It's great that the church is in the middle because without the church, Uh, Without being a Christian, without being a godly man, it is impossible to build a strong family. Without being a godly man, it's hard to build a righteous, just, um, 
fruitful and beneficial uh, company or whatever you, what kind of work you do, whatever kind of work you do. Um, it's just better if you are involved in the church and following Jesus. Um, I had added a, a new section to the podcast last time I recorded uh, for the called the quote of the day. I am a reader. I love to read like history books. I'm currently working my way through the Lord of the Rings and it is fantastic. I asked my brother Dylan if we could do a couple episodes on lessons from Lord of the Rings because there's so many in there. And I actually just learned today that... Um, uh, during the Russian post-Russian revolution, uh, during the gulags, when people were being just arrested and thrown in these gulags, that families would read Lord, like this is because the gulags lasted for like 40, 50 years or something like a long, long time. Families who are, who were trying to resist communism and especially the way Lenin had imposed communism, they would read Lord of the Rings, um, to remind their children that Mordor is real uh, and that it is trying to take over the world. Um, really, So I'm really loving Lord of the Rings. But the quote that I have chosen today comes from a book that I will reread many times. I read it last year for the first time, and I, I'm going to reread it again uh, this year. Um, I was actually listening to it earlier while I was working out because I just there was something from the, chap- from the first opener that I wanted to listen to. Um, this is a quote from a memoir by Whitaker Chambers called Witness. It's a book that, um, it's a, how do you describe it? It's a Colossians 2 kind of book. So Colossians 2, it says, do not be taken captive by philosophies contrary to Christ. Um, This book is about a philosophy contrary to Christ, specifically communistic or communism in the form of, from Marxism. Uh, There have been different forms of communism. There was Mao's communism. There was Lenin's communism, uh, but then there was the Marxist communism. Um, which was like the initial one, and they're all they just have their own distinct little things, right? But and um, this book was written in 1952 by a guy named Whitaker Chambers who was a communist. He was a communist in the underground in the American government, and he was working with a bunch of people to undermine uh, the political sphere about or in the United States. But then he became a Christian. And he realized that he he didn't change political parties. He didn't change political philosophy. What he did was he changed religions. This is a book. It's a and it's written as a memoir. It's fantastically written. It's a it's a book about a man who realizes he's in the wrong religion, and how Christianity and communism are adamantly opposed. And it's his story. And I recommend uh, just googling Whitaker Chambers quotes. So that's the author, Whitaker Chambers quotes and you can see what I mean. And so this quote for today comes from his book Witness, which is a memoir about his time in communism in the American underground. It is a fantastic read. Um, He was a translator for work. That's what he did uh, is he translated books and through that work became an incredible writer. So it reads like a novel, but it's a memoir about real events. Uh, This is the quote. My century is unique in the history of men for two reasons. It is the first century since life began when a decisive part of the most articulate section of mankind, he's talking about the political sphere and the elites, the most articulate section of mankind has not merely ceased to believe in God, but has deliberately rejected God. And it is the century in which this religious rejection has taken a specifically political form, namely communism. That's the quote from the book. 
Uh, so that was in 1952. And there's a word in there that I wanted to hone on on. It's rejection. Because rejection is different than disbelief. Rejection of God is desiring to be God yourself, which is the same temptation that was in the Garden of Eden at the beginning of the Bible. At the beginning of the Bible, it's like, what is the whole problem with humanity? It's like this. It's man trying to be God himself. Uh, Whitaker Chambers actually has another quote that says pretty much along the lines, communism is nothing more than the conversation with the serpent in the garden. That's all it was. So read that book, Witness by Whitaker Chambers. I think you'll find it uh, very inspiring and also just intriguing because of how well it is written and what was happening in the 50s uh, with communism. And you'll be like, when you think 1950s communism, if you know U.S. history, maybe you're like, like McCarthy? (laughs) And no, not quite. Uh, Whitaker Chambers actually did not like uh, McCarthyism very much at all uh, because he was a Christian, um, not just a political person. So uh, today, on today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, creating a vision and goals for this year, of course, because it's January 1st, or no, today's January 2nd that I'm recording this. Uh, it's beginning of the year. It's a time to think about um, goals for the year, rev- resolutions, uh, vision, that kind of thing. We all do it at the beginning of this year. Um, and so I want to do just a very quick, short episode on on that. If you remember last year, Um, I did an episode called I Didn't Accomplish, where I basically was honest with my audience and said, hey, I had set out some goals, and I didn't accomplish most of them, and the reason I did not accomplish most of them is because I had written them on paper, but then tucked them away and hid them, and so I didn't accomplish anything I had set out to accomplish, and I got easily distracted, and I said on that episode, like, this this next year is going to be different. I'm going to have a vision. I'm going to have goals. Um, I'm going to review those frequently. I'm going to make sure that they are visible and I'm going to make sure I'm diligent in following through. So diligence, man, I get a pro I get a, um, on my phone. I set proverbs, uh, little reminders that I get once a week and it's by the hand of the diligent that people rule is a proverb and diligence is that I'm not going to give up. I'm going to stick to what I said I'm going to stick to. Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to keep going. Oh, I think I've gone. I'm good enough. I'm far enough. I'm going to start. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to keep pushing on. So diligence is a character trait that I was missing when I'd set those goals. The reason I am finishing my undergrad is not because I think I need the college degree that I'm pursuing. I probably don't. The reason I am finishing my degree is because ever since I dropped out of college at age 21, I have noticed it's very easy for me to start something to get most of the way done and call it good. That is a lack of diligence. That's a character trait, and I want that out of me. And so I'm like, I am going to finish this degree no matter what it costs. Like, <laughs> it cost me in this last year, I only have four classes left. It cost me in this last year a lot of sleep. Uh, it cost uh, me a lot of time doing things that I would rather be doing, like building this podcast or, or uh, going outside and going on like a lot of camping trips. There's a lot of stuff that's like, well, I have school. I have to do this. It costs me a lot. And should have finished earlier, of course, but it's that diligence that I needed. And the same thing with the goals. You've got to be diligent. And one of the things that helps make things diligent is making sure that your vision and your goals are aligned and that they're visible. Okay. So I think before you set any goals for this year, you should set a vision for who you want to be first and then what you want to give your life to. 
who you want to be, what you want to give your life to. So I have a vision. I've done a couple episodes on this. I did one with Pops or two with Pops. Um, who, if you're new to the podcast, you're like, who's Pops? Pops is my father. He's my dad. And he occasionally comes on the podcast to offer a lot of wisdom uh, to young men and because uh, he's awesome. He's the, best, he's the greatest ordinary man I've ever met. That is another episode you should listen to. It's called The Greatest Ordinary Man I've Ever Met. Uh, it's near the beginning. Scroll down, listen to it, hear his story. I have a vision that I carry around in my backpack. It has a biblical vision. There's one word to describe that I want to be described as. It has what I value. It has, um, like it has my values, and then it has what I value. And those are different. So like, for example, I have a, I value virtue. I value moral goodness. Um, I, specifically moral goodness in line with the teachings of the scripture, not some other version of moral goodness that is, comes from another source. No, I've, I, I value biblical virtue. Um, one of the, but one of the other things that I value, it's not a, it is, <laughs> maybe I need different language for this because virtue is one of my values. The things that I put energy in and I make choices about are things like uh, choosing joy, stewardship of my resource, uh, gratitude and thankfulness, um, uh, 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 trust and faith, reliability. Um, those are things that I, that are very important to me. That maybe that's what I should call them. Things that, so you should have your values. You should have what's important to you. I have some rules for life that I came up with, like don't go to bed angry. Make sure you've communicated clearly. Speak up for what is right. Um, things to study in order to help all of that um, come to pass. Uh, so it's not just a vision that I came up with. It, it's rooted in historical uh, historical um, material, uh, historical like things that have lasted for a long time. It's rooted in something. It's not just out of my brain. Um, and then I have like my core beliefs. Everybody needs to know what they believe and why. Um, so what do you believe about God? Family, people, manhood, work, money, marriage, fatherhood, conflict. Those are just some areas that everyone should know what they believe and why, and then expand that eventually. Okay. But this is just about a vision about who you want to be. What your values are and what you believe will determine how you use your resource, your time, your energy, your talents, how you think, what your worldview is. It's the, it is the single most important thing that you can figure out is what you believe and why. Uh, we've done an episode on it. Probably need to do a couple more. It is the men who know what they believe who shape the future for their posterity. That is a quote from um, a book that I had read about prevailing worldviews, that the tides of history have been turned by a few men, and it was by the few men who knew what they believed and why, for good or for worse. So know what you believe. Um, so let's go through, like, and then on your vision statement, uh, sorry, I had to cut myself off there. On your vision statement, you should have what are your current responsibilities? When you set goals, you need to set goals in line with what you're currently responsible for and then also what you hope to be responsible for. Jesus said uh, in Luke, um, if you're not faithful with what you already have, how can someone entrust you with that which is uh, your own? Or if you if you can't be faithful with something that someone else has given you, how can you be faithful with that which is your own? Here's the principle. 
you have responsibility at work. You have prior responsibilities that God has given you that he's asked you to take care of. Take care of those, and then he will endow you with more responsibility. Okay? Take care of what you already have. Make sure your goals are aligned with what you're currently responsible for. I'm having to talk to myself here because when I sat down, I take a long time to plan out my year. I don't just do it in a day. I take a long time. And I had to look at what I had written before and recognize like, ooh, some of these goals are actually not in line with my current responsibilities and would take away from my current responsibilities. So I had to scratch some of those out because they they didn't match what I was already responsible for. So, all right. Um, have a vision and then set your goals. So there, here's some questions that I think you should ask yourself when you're creating a vision. Um, you should ask yourself, what kind of man do I want to be? How do I want to be described? Who's going to carry, who's going to carry me at my funeral? Uh, not what are they going to write on my, um, inscription? What are they going to say about me at my funeral? That's good. Who's going to carry you? Because that's about relationship. That's about who you've invested in and who you've allowed to invest in you. Um, that is a bond that you. I would. I would ask yourself. Ask yourself what gives your life meaning. Ask yourself what steps are you taking today to become the kind of man that you want to become. So you've got a vision. What steps are you taking to like pursue that vision? Is how you are currently living taking you down the path to becoming the man that you want to become, or is it taking you away from it? Okay. Ask only you can answer these questions. No one can answer them for you. Uh, this is a John Maxwell thing. Who can I add value to today and this year? So, who in your life can you add value to? Who can you check up on? Who can you deposit something good into? And then every single day, I think you should ask yourself: Did I fulfill my responsibilities today? Did I use my time well with the people who are around me? Did I, ch- If you're married, did I make sure I spent some time with my wife? If you have kids, did you get on the ground and play with your kids and make sure they're checking in on their life? Uh, if you're single, were you responsible with all of your work or did you scroll? Did you take responsibility? Ask yourself that every single day. Come up with a word that you want um, to describe you. My word is, is steadfast. If if, if I could be described as one word, I want it to be steadfast. It's actually the group, Greek word, hupanome. I did a podcast episode about it. More than anything, I want to be known as a man who is steadfast, who could handle some burdens, who didn't easily give up, who was faithful for the long haul. Okay? So first, for this year, figure out who, what kind of man do you want to be. Start to figure that out. Put it on paper, type it out, write it out, carry it around with you, and then set some goals to help fulfill that vision. So there, uh, there's the seven goal areas of goals that are, if you were to Google seven area of goals, these are ones that you should, um, that are make, give a nice framework, not you should, but they give a nice framework for setting goals that also help you keep you well, well rounded. Uh, so what are some spiritual goals? family goals? What are some financial goals? What are work goals? What are some intellectual goals? What are some fitness goals? And what are some social goals? So you'll notice only one of those has to do with your career. One, one of those has to do with your career. You could argue maybe financial because you want to get a pay raise. 
Yeah. Um, but the rest of those are all about you and your family and you as an individual growing and becoming who God intended you to be spiritual. You are a spiritual being. You have a body, but you are a spiritual being. You have a spiritual side that cannot be neglected. If you neglect the spiritual nature that God has given you, you won't be a shadow of who God intended you to be. So work on your spiritual life. Anger, impatience, uh, agitation, those are spiritual issues. Those, those are All of the most, love is a spiritual issue. Love is a spiritual thing. All of the most important things in life are spiritual. They're invisible. You can't see them, but you can feel them. They're, they're real. So take care of your spiritual life. Your family. What kind of goals do you have for your family? One of the goals I have for our family this year is date nights with my wife and date days with my daughter. So twice a month, I want to take my daughter to like a little coffee shop to get a treat, just her and, and dad time. Uh, I want to take my make sure that I'm taking my wife out twice a month, making sure that we are having some one-on-one time where we have nothing to do but talk and laugh and flirt and just enjoy each other's presence. Um, financial goals. So last year, me and my wife, we set a goal to pay off a lot of our, our student debt that we have, even though it wasn't due. We didn't have to pay it, but we chose like, hey, this is going to be something we're going to we're going to do. And we did. We paid off a lot of debt last year. We've got some more to go. We're going to pay it off. But that was our financial goal because we also we want to buy a house. We want to we need to update our car for our growing family. We have like we got some other financial goals that we got to have intellectual goals. Now, this one is my personal favorite because I like to read. I could I, I could set all of my goals around intellectual or around reading and writing because I, I really like those things. Uh, so I would pick out 12 books that you'd like to read this year or pick out six so that you have a plan for the first six months because you're probably going to notice when you read books, when you try to grow intellectually, you're going to find things in those books that pique your interest and you're going to want to grow those. So if you've already got too much planned out, you might throw it off. So pick like pick six to 12 books that you're going to read this year. If you're like, and you should read, reading is good. Uh, reading is not hard. Reading is um, not, it. it's not very difficult. You just probably haven't found something that's worth reading. Um, so if you would like a reading list, to something that might be interesting to you, uh, shoot me an email, keaton.tucker at iCloud.com. And I'll give you, I'll give you a list or follow me on social media. I post books there all the time. Fitness goals. Take care of your body. Take care of your body. Um, eat good food. Exercise regularly. You don't need to bodybuild. Actually, you shouldn't even, I don't even think anyone should do bodybuilding because I don't think it's a good form of exercise because it isolates parts of your body instead of your whole body working as a unit. Wasn't decided, but that's a whole other thing. Take care of your body. Like, come on. I think it might be for some of you, it's time to uh, give up the, the booze every night. You're like, you may not be getting drunk, but you're having two to three beers every single night. It's probably, it might be time to give that up. It might be time to give up some of the cheeseburgers. Uh, full confession, for a little bit this year, I loved the McDonald's app. I was a preacher of the, go- of the gospel of the McDonald's app because the deals were amazing and McDonald's, hold me to it, is delicious. Uh, but I, I was like, wow. I, one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, well, I don't think I'm taking care of my body very much. So I, I deleted that app and I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I have got to, uh, this is not good stewardship of my body. If you are a Christian, it says that your body 
is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Now that means you as an individual are a temple, but it also means the whole community. That's a theological thing. The whole community of believers, the, the church, the ecclesia of Jesus is the temple, but that's a theological thing. Take care of your body. Your kids, when they're 14, 15, will thank you when you take care of your body. Take care of your body and your wife will thank you when you're 60, 65, and 70. Take care of it now. It compounds over time. Set some social goals. <sighs> Make sure that you have are surrounded by friends, people in your church. Start a small group. Man, uh, churches, like if you're in church, if you're a church leader, or if you're just a like attendee of a church, start a small group. Get some people around you and, and deposit some stuff into people. Take communion as a small group. Study the Bible as a small group. Be honest about your lives in a small group. Do that. A Sunday service can only do so much for your spiritual life. It's limited. You get 30 minutes for a sermon. You get 30 minutes for worship. That is one hour a week. Okay. One hour a day is 4% of the day. One hour a week is like less than one. Is way, that way small time. Get in a small group so that you have some people around you to study the word with, to live out your Christian life with. This is as a, That's biblical and it is good. Okay. So set some of those goals. Create the vision and then set some goals. Create vision, set some goals, and make this an incredible 2023. I'm excited for 2023. I like New Year's because I like compounding growth. I'm not trying to, I, I'm, I love compounding growth more than I like checking things off. And I'm excited for this year to grow. I'm excited for what is to come. I'm excited for my family. I'm excited for this podcast. I'm excited for you. I'm very excited for you and who you're going to become. So thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Do me a favor, like and subscribe. Give us a five-star review. That really helps promote the podcast on the different platforms. Uh, it gives me good feedback. If you didn't like the podcast, just pretend you never listened to it. And that is also going to be helpful to me. So like, subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with five friends, maybe start a small group, do it around this content, whatever you want, share it with a friend because we have a lot of men that we're trying to build here. And until next time, this is the Man I Want to Be podcast.